Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Hey, Difference Maker, good morning. You got me in my PJs today, but I'm so excited about talking about our topic for this bite-sized deep dive. Last week, I talked with Melanie Tefati about archetypes, and this is a topic that I'm not as familiar with it, but I know some of my clients enjoy it. I have followed a couple of people who use the archetypes, but I've never really actually dug deep into it to understand the archetypes for myself or for my brand. So this was a really exciting episode for me because I unboxed so much about myself talking with Melanie and even in our follow-up conversations. So in this bite-sized deep dive series, I'm going to go into my experience with working with Melanie, where my Enneagram brain goes whenever she's teaching me about the different archetypal profiles. And in my opinion, when it's best to use archetypes versus when it's best to use the Enneagram. So let's go ahead and get started. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective in what you do bringing out the best in others. I'm Jim P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. So my experience in the past with archetypes has always been test-based take this quiz, take this test, let's see who you are. Even in the past, I've actually joked about what Hogwarts house you're in, and Melanie actually used that example as, hey, that's archetypes. But what I really love about Melanie's approach is that it's not quiz-based. 
she uses her intuition and what she has learned about personalities and about archetypes to intuit your profile based on your birth chart. Talk about unique. If you don't know what a birth chart is, I'm going to go a little bit more into that in an episode later on in the podcast. So all I did before our podcast episode was give her my birth date, my birth time, and the location of my birth. (laughs) So all the birth information, she pulls up my birth chart and was able to discern or intuit which archetypal profiles describe me best. And I'm not going to lie, it's creepily accurate, just based off of my birth chart. I think this is something very unique that Melanie brings to the table when it comes to archetypal reading. Maybe because it's not just profiling, but she actually is reading. She was reading and interpreting my birth chart. Nobody else has that birth chart except for me. And maybe one other person who might have been in the hospital nursery with me. I would really like to meet them. That would be interesting. I wonder if there's an ethical way to find that information out. I'm not sure there is. What we figured out was that the hero was my primary type, and that is my superpower. It is who I am at my core and who I was born to be, was to be a hero. That hero archetypal thing about, da-da-da-da, like heroes in movies and that kind of stuff, which is kind of humbling. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, oh, I guess I need to step up. So that's my primary type. Second is gesture. And this is my soft power. This is how I emotionally connect with people is with my humor, with my silliness and goofiness and my entertainment. That really spoke to me so much. And I recognize over the years where I have been tweaking my brand, um, my style was very boring. It was very proper and very type one-ish. Charts and evidence and and graphs and laser pointers and it was frankly boring if I sorry if you're a type one and you teach that way but it would be interesting it would be informative but I think my type seven going to my stress number felt like that's the way I was supposed to teach and when I started developing an online presence I realized I'm really a goofy person and I feel the most at ease and the most relatable when I am true to that silliness. So that was very validating to make me understand that, oh, I think I'm going in the right direction with my branding and bringing out more of just that, you know, real authenticity that's entertaining and maybe a little self-deprecating at times, but never to the point for you to feel sorry for me, but more to kind of illustrate, hey, Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do what I did. (laughs) And then my third one is my attraction power. And that was very interesting to me because it was the ruler. So it is more that authority, you know, proper figure that is respectable, that is in, maybe not necessarily in a suit, but in a uniform per se that signifies authority. For example, a robe or a crown, like in royalty, that kind of ruler. Maybe I have a scepter and that was my laser pointer. I don't know. So what that showed me was that not to deny 
that piece of me from my past and swing the pendulum way on the other side and only be goofy and only teach with Legos and only be, you know, my first grade teacher self. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. I miss those days. <laughs> but also to teach with authority and to teach with that power of my knowledge and of my skills and have that commanding presence. The other thing that I noticed was that there was a pattern that was being drawn out that was related to my Enneagram type. And I'm not sure that it would be fair not to point it out. Plus, I think we started teasing about what Melanie's Enneagram type was, but I never actually said what it was. So we'll go a little bit deeper in how the archetypes in the Enneagram are a lot alike. Catch that in part two of this bite-sized deep dive. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.